You're listening to the Level 5 Podcast, featuring wide-ranging conversations on the subjects that matter in business and management. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for Episode 2 of Promises Kept. Today, I'm joined by my colleague and principal at Level 5, Laura Richard, to discuss the often murky and misunderstood concept of purpose. Welcome, Laura. Thanks, Matt. Really happy to be here. Okay, well, let's start. I'll lob it right off the top. Uh, What is social purpose and why does it matter? It's a great question, and it's one that I see leaders really tripping over right now. And Um, defining their purpose automatically as a social or environmental purpose. So I think it actually makes sense to start in answering this question by defining what purpose is more broadly and why it matters for organizations. So purpose, if you think of Simon Sinek's golden circle, is right right in the center. It's why you do what you do. It's about solving a profound problem. And for, for a purpose to be really strong, there's a role for the brand, there's a role for the organization, and there's also an outcome that you're driving towards. And so that is what purpose is more broadly. And an organization's purpose could be a social purpose, but it isn't necessarily. And what I see currently happening is because of the noise around social issues, environmental issues, leadership is automatically going to redefining their purpose to be a social or environmental purpose. And that's a miss because not every organization's purpose should be linked to a profound social or environmental issue. Okay. So that infers that, that every organization should have a purpose. These are a purpose or a social purpose. Is that right? I mean, the, when you answer the question, why do we exist? What do we contribute? Every organization should create a purpose statement. Is that what you're saying? Broadly, yes. You know, the okay. majority of organizations are really going to benefit from having a purpose statement as a rallying cry for their teams. It's a reason why people get out of bed in the morning and come to work. Um, it's a reason to believe for customers. And uh, so purpose certainly benefits the majority of organizations. Often I see um, cases where purpose and vision are are, um, linked, can be one in the same, but having a a reason, uh, something that you're working towards, which is a higher order idea is beneficial for all organizations. Okay. And you brought up the notion of vision and we've often had clients come to us confused or tripping over the fact that I have a purpose statement. I have a vision statement. I have a mission statement. Maybe I even have a brand promise statement. And they're tripping over one another and they're not sure how they link together and uh, how they organize those statements. Do you have any advice there? Yeah, absolutely. I think purpose, vision, mission, promise, there's all of these ideas which are very distinct, but if they're not well understood, leaders can trip over them, misuse them, and they become really, they lose their value and their impact. So uh, we talked about purpose. It's the why. It's the reason for being. Vision, I, I liken to the North Star of where you're going. It articulates what you're working towards, where you want to be in a, a relatively near-term horizon. Um, mission 
actually defines how you're going to get there. So it's the roadmap that leads you to, uh, to your vision. And then promise really articulates the commitment that you're making to your stakeholders. It's uh, more external facing than internal, but it is the commitment uh, of your brand to your stakeholders around the expectations that they should have of every interaction that they have with your organization. So you're saying that, you know, maybe purpose is at the top and then you got, uh, you know, why do we exist? Vision, where do we want to go? What do we want to be? Our North Star, uh, the mission is how we're going to get there and our, and our promises, what are we promising the marketplace? So it sounds like you need all four. Um, is this just a business thing or, I mean, does it apply to government, not-for-profit, other organizations? It certainly applies to other organizations. I was thinking about it in the context of not-for-profit and, and a not-for-profit typically, well, it does have just intrinsically a purpose that is socially or environmentally linked. A not-for-profit is working to solve a profound problem in society that's environmentally linked. And so the, the purpose of a not-for-profit exists just in the, the very ethos of who that organization is. But across different types of organizations, there is absolutely value in articulating why you do what you do to motivate people to give them a reason to believe. You know, bringing this home to a couple of examples, as you know, we often position brands and organizations along a positioning spectrum. And one of the stops on that positioning spectrum is purpose, right? It's, it's a very emotive positioning. And yet we look at an organization like Walmart, whose stated purpose is to save me money, right? And they built that entirely into their operating system, their supply chain, their selection of goods, their marketing and everything else. So they've actually rallied their entire organization and their promise to their purpose. I mean, that's absolutely. one way to simplify things, is yeah. it not? Oh, absolutely. And promise to me can almost be a wraparound mm -hmm. of purpose, vision, mission, all coming together. What does this result in and results in the promise that you're making to your stakeholders? Okay, and I guess it can have internal resonance as well. I think of another client, Princess Margaret Hospital, who are one of the world's best cancer hospitals, and their promise their vision, but the, you know, it's really a purpose statement, says that they're gonna conquer cancer in our lifetime, right? And so that's a very simple statement that people can rally behind internally and externally. And I think to your point earlier, it's something that helps attract and retain people because they know why they're getting up to go to work every day. Absolutely. Okay, so let's go back to this notion of purpose and social purpose. Mm -hmm. Can you can you sort of remove the confusion for me there? Yeah, absolutely. So we've just said, organizations should have a purpose, right? They need to define that purpose in a way that is authentic to their organization. It's going to resonate with their people and with their customers and provides a, a clear reason for being. That might be a social purpose. As a social purpose means that the organization's reason for being is to solve a societal problem. Well, what makes a great purpose statement? How do you how do you know you've got one? What are the criteria? Sure. Um, so you know, I talked a little bit earlier about a great purpose has a role for the brand and an outcome that the organization is trying to drive towards. Within that, some of the criteria that we think about when we help clients to articulate their purpose, purpose should be inspiring. It should really clearly um, drive direction 
great clarity around the direction of the organization. It should be very emotive. It should be a, a lot of emotion baked into the purpose because it is such a motivating factor for employees and other stakeholders. And it should start to solve a profound problem, which is where we, we see leadership linking purpose automatically to social or environmental issues. And how do I sort through that then? I mean, does my purpose statement need to have a societal and or environmental component? I mean, is that sort of the best practice these days or not? It depends. It really depends on the authenticity for the brand. It has to be authentic. It has to be linked into the business system for it to make sense that the purpose is a social or an environmental purpose. Some of the um, things that we can look at when an organization is looking to re-articulate their purpose or to find a new purpose is brand heritage. I know, Matt, you worked on Dove years ago. And for Dove, it was always promoted as a beauty bar, not a bar of soap. So that gave it permission, gave the brand permission to enter new space. Right. It's talking about Dove. So you're right, a gazillion years ago, I was brand manager on Dove. And, you know, we promoted it, as you said, we positioned it as not a soap. Um, superior to soap, right? So we positioned it on a functional benefit. And that product commanded a margin in the category, a superior margin in the category on a functional benefit. But what you're saying is they've repositioned the brand around a social purpose. And so could I conclude from that that one of the benefits of having a strong purpose could be differentiation. It could be margin enhancement. It could be a way to set yourself apart in a category of sameness? Absolutely, because this is the why of the organization, it is the starting point for creating differentiation. Um, I think as well about adjacencies to the business when an, an organization is seeking to articulate their purpose. And Brita is another example that comes to mind. This was a brand that was losing share took a step back and recognized that they were losing to plastic water bottles and that their product, their brand was actually fighting plastic waste. And so they've repositioned in order to differentiate around the environmental issue of plastics and waste. Okay. Well, Laura, you've given us some some great thinking on how to create a purpose. Are there other considerations when you're creating and then activating a purpose. Absolutely. One that we really think about is what are the the issues or the externalities that your business, that your products and your or your services are touching? You know, what within your supply chain are the are the key issues that are core to the success of uh, of your business? Because those are sometimes the the factors that you want to address that you're trying to solve for. And so the externalities related to uh, your product or service, and then also the interests and values of your customers and starting from your customer base and what they care about to articulate why you as a brand exist and what you're working towards. Okay. Are there pitfalls or risks or things to avoid when you're creating a purpose statement? Yeah, 
Absolutely. Um, the biggest risk that I see right now in organizations who are redefining their purpose and linking it to a social or environmental issue is the idea of purpose washing. It's a lack of authenticity, of believability, and, and actually the inability to act and to address the issue by going further than the ESG table stakes that exist in the industry. Um, there's a ton of risk around purpose becoming a marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. You know, cause marketing campaigns are incredibly popular now, some more successful than others, but there has been a dilution of the idea of purpose down to a marketing campaign or tactic. And so those are two of the biggest risks that we see when organizations are tackling the idea of their purpose. And I would imagine that would be sniffed out, whether it's consumers or advocate groups or competitors, they're going to sniff out when something is not authentic, when something is not a marketing gimmick. Absolutely. I think we could go through a long list right. of uh, campaigns gone wrong. Um, and, and I could pick on Unilever again. You know, they have some of the best examples of, uh, of purpose and, and some of the worst because their leadership has said, we are going to ensure that every one of our 400 brands in the future is linked to a social or environmental purpose. And that again, just doesn't make sense for many of the brands in their portfolio, consumer goods company. So you know, Axe, a, a deodorant brand for men, um, it shed the idea, which was previously really centered around uh, ideas of toxic masculinity, shed that brand image a number of years ago, but really over-rotated into the ideas of, of issues that men were tackling, and they lost their way and they lost the customer as a result. And so they've had to backtrack. You know, there's a, a lot of risk uh, if if the organization isn't thoughtful about who its customer is, who its employees are, and why they're developing the purpose statement that they are. Yeah, you know, the new CEO at Unilever has been on record um, saying, you know, he's not sure that was the right decision. He certainly has said that purpose is the icing on the cake for a brand, right? You still need to have a relevant value proposition to the customer. You still need to have a great business model. And purpose in a way is, is icing on the cake. But he also said that purpose resides at the corporate level, right? So Unilever has a stated corporate level. And, and maybe the idea is, is, have, is keep it at the corporate level rather than driving it down to all the brands. I think that that's the key idea, Matt, is that it's at the corporate level. Because at the corporate level, purpose can drive the business decisions that you make. It can help you enter new markets. It can help you to, to launch new products that are going to actually address the social or environmental issues that their, your organization has prioritized. At the brand level, I, don't, I actually disagree with him that it's the icing on the cake. It might not even be the icing for some brands. Absolutely, customers, employees are interested in, in, in brands creating social good, but that doesn't mean that social or environmental purpose is right for every brand. Right, and I guess in a way it's, it's back to a brand or, or the social component of a brand creating value. So, you know, if I'm in, 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 in 
you know, the pharmacy aisle and I've got a choice between Dove soap and another soap. It may not appeal to all customers, but some customers or consumers might say, I can relate to that brand because of their social purpose. Okay. Um, there's got to be some inherent risks in doing this other than being called out for greenwashing. Are there any other risks that you can think of as people are constructing um, a social purpose? And, and an adjacent question to that is who owns social purpose? I mean, is this, it's not part of the marketing department, you said a minute ago, so it's a part of the strategic planning process. So, you know, talk about that. Okay. Um, so one of the other risks that I, I do see is that linked to the idea that purpose and social environment purpose particularly is often down to being a marketing tactic the issues that organization are, are core to most organizations are far bigger than a single organization can solve for and so there's risk in trying to leverage purpose social environmental purpose as a competitive differentiator that we're not going to move the needle on these really profound issues because solving these problems actually is going to take collaboration between competitors and government and policy. So there, these issues are much bigger than the competitive differentiation of one brand. Laurie, make a convincing case for purpose or social purpose as it relates to vision, mission, and strategic planning. But when should an organization or a CEO start thinking about purpose? Mm -hmm. It's a great question, Matt, because purpose should be enduring. So this is not um, a concept that organizations should be updating uh, even every planning cycle. Their purpose should, should be something that is enduring for a decade or more. Um, you know, so yes, looking at it at every planning cycle makes sense, ensuring that it still resonates. Sometimes little tweaks we see happen, but to really relook purpose, um, there needs to be an impetus for change. So the organization is seeking to go in a profoundly different direction. There's new leadership that's come in and they're trying to put a, a different stamp on the organization. Those are the types of um, moments where purpose should really be looked at with a critical eye. I, um, I think about a client that we worked with uh, last year, TVO, a organization with a rich history, strong trust, but seeking to reposition itself from being a traditional broadcast media organization to be a, to being a digital learning organization. And that resulted in significant changes to the purpose, vision, and mission, and just to, to reflect on their purpose, that became, uh, the purpose is now to inspire learning that changes lives and enriches communities. And that profound idea is hugely motivating internally and directing the type of work that they're doing and how they do it. And you talk about it should be enduring, right? When I hear a purpose statement like that, it's, it's obviously something where impact can't be created overnight. Is that what you mean Absolutely. by enduring? Absolutely. When you talk about the why of an organization, 
it doesn't change every three to five years. There are organizations that started with a very profound social purpose. You think about, or environmental purpose, you think about Tom's Shoes or Patagonia or Warby Parker. They started from the idea of creating impact through their organizations. That's not always the case, but the idea shouldn't be pivoting every five years of why an organization exists. Right. And, and again, to your point right off the top, not every organization or every brand needs a social purpose or no. a purpose. Okay. Laura, you've made a compelling case to create a, you know, uh, an inspiring and authentic purpose. Any closing thoughts, you know, as a leader who's thinking about purpose or, or re-examining their, their current purpose? Uh, absolutely. So I would start by saying that uh, there is an expectation of consumers and of employees that organizations are creating social and environmental good, that they're working towards improving uh, social issues and doing no harm or creating good in the in the environment. That is absolutely table stakes. That does not mean though that the organization's purpose has to be linked to the social or environmental issues that they're working on. Those ideas can exist separately and should exist separately. From a purpose perspective, an organization's purpose should be genuine, should be enduring, inspiring, and it should start to solve for um, a profound issue that is relevant to the organization. Okay. Well, thank you, Laura. And thank you for, again, bringing some thinking to this often murky and misunderstood area. My pleasure. It's been great chatting today, Matt. Thanks. You're very welcome. Thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in to Strategy Lounge, the Level 5 podcast. To learn more about our work, please visit level5strategy.com.